This podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wongal people and the Yagara Turrbal peoples. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Strap in. Buckle up. It's story time, folks. This is Australiana Rama. Morning, this episode has some swear words. And group dancing. Ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, hello, Maddie. Hi. Uh, um, Maddie is dealing with some construction from her neighbours, so she has constructed a blanket fort. Um, and it's one of the f- It is one of the funniest things I've seen for a little while. <laughs> I am just a face in Jessica's camera. It's good. I have taken a photo, so, you know, we may put that somewhere. Oh, 100%. I'm happy to share my shame. (laughs) All right. Um, Today today I have a question. You know, I guess my my episode has a thesis. Um, The simple question Uh is why? Why? Do we as a nation do the nut bush? Mm. I've been you know? wondering this for years. Mm. Um, and there's not an answer, really. Um, Great. Great the short, that's the short story. Um, <laughs> but there is a long story, which is what we're going to get into. Um, and, look, I'm assuming that all our listeners know the nut bush, are aware of the nut bush. Um, we do have a surprising number of international listeners, but I have been assuming that they are Australians abroad. But if you're Not listening to them. this... Sometimes we get messages being like, my boyfriend's Australian and this is how I'm learning about his culture. And I'm oh, like... Oh, that's nice. Okay, well then this is for this is for you, those people. Um, just, to, just a little quick explainer. Um, so there's a song um, by Tina Turner called Nutbush City Limits. I came out in 1973. Um, Chef's kiss. And the majority of Australians know, or people living in Australia, know a line dance to that song. Like and I don't the vast think, majority too. Yeah, like, like it's not an exaggeration. No. Um, yeah, so we all just collectively know this dance to this song and it's not a, like it's, the, Tina Turner didn't come up with it, which I will get into um, it also isn't done in America. Like it is just a thing that we all do. Mm. Um, so the song, the song itself, um, it is semi-autobiographical that Tina Turner has written it um, about her hometown of Nutbush, which is in Tennessee. And apparently, city limits? Yeah, well, apparently it is an unincorporated territory, like unincorporated community. Oh. So it actually doesn't technically have city limits. Um mm. But there are signs, Nutbush, unincorporated. But, yeah, so this song (laughs) came out in 1973 um, and, like, by the late 70s, people in Australia have started to do this this line dance and then it it really takes off in the 80s. Of course it does. (laughs) Yeah, so it's like school concerts and, like, bush dances. It's a social dance. Um, like it's performed in a grid, 
you don't have to touch anyone. The steps are quite simple. Everyone can do it. Um, and Tina Turner didn't come up with it. She has never performed the Nutbush. She has performed her song, Nutbush well, City Limits. Not that, not that we know of. Mm, but maybe privately in her own residence sometimes a little maybe. Australian song is in her heart mm. and she's like right foot, right foot, yeah. left foot, <laughs> back, knee. That's how it goes. Yeah. Schoolhouse, outhouse. Um, yeah, so Tina Turner, <laughs> like, <laughs> but like just picture this. So you're Tina Turner. Um, mm-hmm. you are free of Ike now. You know it's the late seventies, mm-hmm. early eighties. Yeah, you do a bunch of quite successful tours of Australia, and this is not your most popular song. You know, We've internationally, got like, no. <laughs> like Proud Mary. There's all these other bangers, but just imagine doing this song and just having <laughs> your audience do a choreographed dance to it. <laughs> and like there has to be a point where she's seen that for the first time and yeah, just been and like, like what <laughs> what and, then, and you have to keep singing too she'd be yeah. in the middle of the song <laughs> <laughs> just while everyone's <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're in, internally you're like what the mm. fuck but you have to keep going because she is a professional working lady. Yeah, and has been for a very long time. Um, but, yes, apparently she was quite baffled. <laughs> I mean, I still that. am. Um, but also it's possible <laughs> that this dance, like, fueled her successful tours, like, in that period. So, like, the origin is unknown from my Googling and from other people looking into it recently, it seems. But, like, people are like, oh, it's a bit like the Madison, which is another type of line dance. Apparently it's in, like, it's in Hairspray, like the original movie. But, like, I've looked it up. Like, it's not the same. Like, it's the same. It's similar in that it's also a line dance and, like, people step and clap. But, like. So uh, the entire genre of dances. Yeah. Line dance. Exactly. Um, like it's not the same, so that doesn't make sense. It's like, oh, someone modified the Madison, but it's like, uh, so, but the key thing, like, if you <laughs> Sorry, kind of I just saw my reflection again, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. <sighs> but if you break down like the song itself and the the dance, like, you kind of see, like, you can see why it works. Um, even if we can't say like how it's taken off specifically because like the steps are simple and they just repeat over and over. You can pick it up from people around you. But also like there's a big like intro that like before the actual like dance and the beat and the words kick in. Mm. So there's a the perfect amount of time for everyone to be like, oh, it's the nutbush. They hear it, they get up, they assemble themselves get into a grid. on the dance floor. You know, socially terrifying. Distance yourself. Yeah, it is a socially distanced dance. Um, terrify anyone who's not from Australia. But it really is like everyone will just weddings, formal events, mm. graduations, get yeah. off your table, mm. get on the floor. Disco, like you have to, like you'll be bullied. Um mm. And Wikipedia has a good description of, like, how you do it because um, they've got hands are generally placed akimbo and feet shoulder-width apart in a neutral position. 
What does so, akimbo mean? Uh, it has two meanings. In this context, it means mm. hands on hips with elbows out, mm. but it also I can imagined. can mean to like fling your limbs out haphazardly, like say, oh, oh. you fell down the hill, legs akimbo, you know, legs going well, everywhere. This applies to both. So I, mean, you, I think both yeah. of those apply. Mm. So you could do something exciting with your hands, but most people do take the hands on hips interpretation of akimbo. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and it's all everything moves to the same beat. And there is like social dance kind of in Australia, I guess from this time and on till now. It's not the only one that we do, although it is probably the most widespread and the most specific. Um, but like everyone does and the Macarena. The second is the Macarena, yeah. Yeah. Um, and but other <laughs> the difference. She's is an that- international affair. She is an international, much more popular. I mean, some people know the bus stop. I don't know what the bus stop is. and But also like things that we did at school and sometimes at weddings and things, it's like the time warp. Oh, time warp's big, actually. You know, yeah. and that that is a bit of an anomaly as well. Like I think that's not in other countries as much. Like in America. I mean, maybe- it's not in the curriculum? I mean, <laughs> it's not a record. Like in America, like maybe they was- do it. In the for Halloween, here. yeah, well, because that's the thing, like the chicken dance, that people kind of seem to think that oh, we all learnt the nutbush because it was in the curriculum, like it was in there that you had to learn the nutbush, um, and it's not like it's never been enforced. It's often included as an example of a social mm-hmm. dance. Yeah, but um, examples in the curriculum are often <laughs> what is used. But the only reason it's included is because everyone already knows it. It's not like they learned it from yeah. the curriculum. It's like, oh, here's an easy example that people already know. I remember learning the time warp for the first time. I have a distinct memory because these two people, and I imagine that they probably like um, it would have been, you know, the Queensland Arts Council at the mm. time. They did a touring show where they did like rock and roll music dances and they landed on the the last one we did was the time warp and they taught us it all. Mm. Yeah. Crazy. Because, well, I mean, if I think of like school discos, you know, early 2000s at like Macarena, Nutbush, mm. Time Warp, you would do all those things. You definitely absorb those things from your peers at school discos and blue lights. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, the nutbush is at weddings. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing, which, again, is global but I don't think has had as much success, is, like, the Grease Mega Mix. Oh, huge. You know? Because that was mm. released in 1990. Mm. Um, mm. And if you're yeah, not familiar they, with like, the- re-released the film. Yeah. Um, and I, I look, I went on a little tangent looking this up and because like they got the original like tracks and like like the separate so they could do some different mixing stuff that you wouldn't if you were just doing using the finished songs like they could isolate yeah, vocals they got the stems yeah so that is another strange thing that you can rely on to be at a disco and that people will go off um have you ever seen the footage of me winning our school talent quest doing the grease mega mix dance no i'll dig it up I'll Great. put it on the ground. I'll Please. find some pho- there's photographic evidence. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Oh, what a treat. Um, Joshua Doig tries to lift me and it doesn't work. He tries to slide me. 
under his legs and we did it well in rehearsals and then on the night he just like puts me on the ground and I just kind of like (laughs) sit on my bum and then it's this awkward like oh god it's very adolescent and hilarious that's very special and I look forward Mm -hmm. to watching that um but yeah so there's a those are the kind of the things that will get a group of people onto a dance floor grease mega mix um and then the opening sounds Mm. of Mm -hmm. nutbush city limits um and it's not like just like a a country people thing it's everyone oh no it's baffling it may be the one thing we can all agree on Mm. (laughs) yeah and that that we all know and I think that for me, the you know the kick in your legs and then the clap and the turn is fun, Chris. Oh yeah, it's a fun dance. It is fun. Good cardio. Mm, see, that's the key. And also, I think because it can be like you can jump or you can just step. Like it mm-hmm. is, it's modifiable. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone knows it. Um, and in 2015, um, people from the Victorian town of Horsham um, set the Guinness World Record for the first time. Um, for the most number of people doing the nutbush. Um, they had 254 in 2015. And then in 2017, um, students from Rivermount College in Yatala in Queensland, um, they had 500, Yatla. Yeah, Yatla, 522 dancers. And then in 2018 at the Big Red Bash, um, mm, which we'll, we'll hear a bit more about, um, it's a big music festival, like, kind of beyond Birdsville. It's like the Simpson Desert. Mm-hmm. Is that right? That's where it is. Yeah, um, it is. That's where the, one of the big camel races is mm, Birdsville. Yes, one day we'll go and that'll be great. And well, so uh, they then got 1,719 people. Um, and just for a bit of like flavour of what that sort of festival was like, um, some of the artists who performed were John Farnham, Daryl Braithwaite, the Hoodoo Gurus and the Angels. Um, and I think Kate Sobrano, she seems to always be there. Um, I mean, surely. Yeah, and that's 2018, John Farnham. And they, and then again at the Big Red Bash in 2019, it's a new record, 2,330. Um, and then again this year they did, they broke it again and raised a whole bunch of money for the Royal Flying Doctor Service. Um, and Ew. so – yeah, like just from the dance itself, it's like forty six grand or something. But then over a hundred thousand across the whole festival. Um, it's actually pretty amazing. It's huge. Yeah, um, and Maddie's friend was involved in that, um, and so Maddie's had a chat Deeply. with her. Yeah, so we <laughs> thought we thought that she might be able to shed some light on on why we do it and like what it is. So I'm just chatting to my. Um, good friend Neri or Nerida and colleague who we've worked with a few times and she has a pretty excellent nutbush tale which you may have seen in the news recently. Nerida would you like to introduce yourself and explain what you do with your life that has led you to this (laughs) This scenario? Yeah Yeah, well um, my name is Nerida Matei and um, I'm a choreographer and a performer And I kind of get roped into all kinds of different projects and scenarios that are generally kind of like dance or movement based. And for the last few years, Mm -hmm. I've been um, going out to the Big Red Bash 
and doing some performing and stuff at this big music festival, which is um, inland from Birdsville. And for the second year, I think. Yeah, it's a pretty epic festival, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge and amazing, uh, particularly this year after everything that everyone's been through to be able to kind of come together in that epic scale in the middle of the desert and mm-hmm. then, you know, not bush together. <laughs> it's been pretty good. I mean, if you can bring together, if you can bring people together with anything, it's definitely that. It's going to be the nut bush. Yeah, which I've been thinking about, you yeah, know, kind of artistically, why does everybody know the Nutbush? And I I can't find who the the original choreographer was. So it's kind of like this anomaly. I'm sure somebody knows. Um, but I can't find it anywhere online. But everyone seems to know the Nutbush. Yeah, so what is it about the Nutbush artistically that you think people are so drawn to in Australia? Like what is that? Well, I, I mean, the song became, I think it was popular in the 70s and then and then more so in the 80s in Australia. And I wonder, I don't know, this is just me guessing, I wonder if social dancing in that more kind of, you know, constructed dance, like a waltz or something like that that has set steps was more popular back then and kind of popular culture and movies had, you know, a bit more choreography or, or things present in it. So I wonder if that's why just people know the dance and then it just has continued on as a bit of a tradition with that song. So I'm not really sure, but nobody seems mm, yeah, to yeah. find. And it's really easy and the song is rocking. No. So what can go wrong with that really? I mean, the song is an absolute banger, which helps. <laughs> yeah. Tina Turner is incredible and I was reading before that's kind of like people say that that's sort of her first song as Tina Turner kind of rocking out on her own you know as well oh, solo solo Turner mm. Mm. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and do you want to just explain the event that you had and the achievement that you all achieved <laughs> Yeah, so there was. Um, let me get the exact. Like, what was it? What was it like? What happened? <laughs> well, I was on a big stage, so imagine a rock concert, and I'm up on the big stage, mm-hmm. and there's a band playing live, um, and it was kind of like mm-hmm. a celebrity band where everybody got thrown together, and none of us had worked together, so it was literally like, "Are you going to play the song exactly like it was recorded?" How many eights intro do I have? You know, because there's judges and things there watching. Oh it has God. to be continuous. <laughs> yeah. So you can't stop in the middle, otherwise it doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, and so I'm on this, you know, rock stage in this crazy outfit. And then there's cameras kind of live feeding me to big screens. And then the three thousand odd people are sort of lined up and they're marshaled. So they've created this kind of amazing grid system where everybody has their own, you know, COVID safe area, but also so the judges can kind of walk <laughs> through this epic amount of people and see who is continuously dancing and who isn't. So it was quite a kind of technical yeah. feat to do it that big. Mm, it sounds like a precise sport. Like they really, really you know, high-pressure situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's like the longest, the most amount of people and the longest. So we had to do it for longer than the song exists. So I think it was five minutes or five and a half minutes. 
which is quite a long time to nut bush. If anybody's into wants a bit of cardio. Yeah, fitness. right. So they just kept looping it, the yeah. band. Well, yeah, they just yeah, they just yeah. kept playing so that we could keep going until we'd beaten the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like two thousand eight hundred and eighty people. Uh, was what was judged in the end. So I'm not sure if we had any people kind of drop out halfway through or anything like that. Um, but it's, a, it's a lot of people. There's some pretty amazing photos online, sort of aerial that is a lot. But I think one of, the, one of the cool things about it. Yeah, we'll share some on our socials. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things about it is it's also for charity. So you donate some money that goes to the Royal Flying Doctors to participate. So that amount of people had ended up raising, you know, a fair bit of money for them, which is awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's good. We're going to do an episode on them one day because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, obviously there's such an important um, organisation for those communities. So, like, what a better way to raise money than getting everyone to do the nutbush in the okay. middle of winter at a music yeah. festival. Yeah, it doesn't feel like winter out there. Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it was definitely a sweaty month. And I think... <laughs> yeah, well, if you're doing the nut bush for that long, you're going to be sweating. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my my last question is, um, you know, now that you've broken this dance-related record, can you see any other <laughs> world records in your future, uh, whether it's nut bush or group dance or anything? If there, is there any other thing in your future or you're just going to yeah. like, bathe in the glory of this one? Well, you know, I think it's not the first time that that event had broken the record. So they actually broke their own record mm. again. And so I'm sure next oh, time right. I'll do it again. Um, but we also, which didn't really make the media, we also attempted to break the world record of the twist. So if you know Chubby Checkers oh, twist. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hmm. which mm-hmm. we didn't quite make. We didn't break the world record of the twist, but we did break the Australian record. So I think next okay. year we'll probably so maybe that's, yeah. we'll twist it up yeah. next year. <laughs> Everyone listening, get in your cars, go do the twist. We're going to break yeah. a record. I'll be yeah. there. Yeah. Tell me when and I'll be there. It's really easy. <laughs> Literally just kind of like, Feet, ankles, knees, hips, arms, whatever you can choose. doesn't even have to be all of them. Just kind of side-to-side actions. That's the twist. Not like the nut push. We actually have to remember moves, you know. And less cardio, less cardio. (laughs) It is kind of hard, though. Twisting in the sand, which is where we did it, also has its own challenge. A lot of friction. (laughs) 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 Well, thank you very much. Um, I appreciate the chat. On your, it's good to hear about your epic tale. Um, yeah, we'll see you in the desert. See you there. <laughs> so it turns out that Nerida doesn't know either because no one knows. Yeah. And she literally directed, like ran the world mm. record. And like Great. tried to find the original choreographer, which is not something that I'd yeah. thought of. I hadn't. I just assumed it is something that has happened organically, but maybe mm-hmm. there was one person who came up with it. Yeah, as a as a true choreographer, she tried to respect the source material, <laughs> mm. but yeah, couldn't couldn't dig it up. Yeah, so that's comforting. Um, and I mean, the lineup for the Big Red Bash this year, like it was Paul Kelly headlining, Dale Braithwaite again, Thirsty Merck, 
Wendy Matthews, who I love, and Bjorn so again. It's oh, like an amazing. ABBA tribute bit. Anyway. And some of the other, just as a side note, other things that you can do at the Big Red Bash, they have drag races, which is you dress in drag and you do a fun run. Um, there's oh. Dunny Door painting for the kids, decorate the portaloos, um, Doggy Desert Fashions, which is a dog fashion show. There's an air guitar championship and sand dune surfing. So one day yes. we will go there. And Oh, yeah. I told Nerida, I was like, I'm coming next time. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you leave me behind? <laughs> we will break uh, the record again for the nutbush. It was so funny because we were on tour in Darwin and she literally had to, like, fly from the big red bash, like, into Darwin. And I was like, mate, where have you been? She was like, oh, just in the desert breaking the world record for the nutbush. And I was like... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> bing, sure. Bing, bing. <laughs> <laughs> of course you were. Um, and I have had Nutbush City Limits in my head for weeks now since we decided to do this episode, so I do hope that soon it will leave me. Um, but I doubt it. It won't. <laughs> no. I know the moves. It's a long song too. Yeah, it's a really long time. But, yeah, so there's kind of all these like there's the rumours of how it's it's come to be something that we all know, but I feel like it's probably like a range of factors. And I think it is also that like the structure of the song is just really perfect for this sort of dance. Mm. And then somehow it's, you know, like a collective madness that everyone has learnt it. And now it is like a generational tradition I don't think it'll go away either. No, because it is like ingrained. Mm. Long yeah. live the nutbush. And we, yeah, because we, we don't know how it got here. There's no way that it's leaving. Can't explain There's no it. Cure. Mm. <laughs> and like, it's fun. I'm not yeah, ashamed. I don't want it to leave. Mm. No. You're some, welcome. I feel, some people, Tina oh, I Turner. hate the nutbush, but it's like, okay. No, you don't. They no. say that, but they don't. Yeah, it's like even no, if I they're don't... sitting down, you know their foot's doing the little like bee, bee, yeah. bee, bee. Mm. Bah, bah, bah. They're just like a bit shy, or you know, if you're a teen, just a bit cool at that moment. Um, mm. It is daggy, and I think that is maybe the key to its success. Great. Mm. That's it. That's all I've got. We Amazing. do this thing. We don't know why. Oh, my sources um, for this include the Big Red Bash website, the Sydney Morning Herald, the Northwest Star, World Record Academy, and Wikipedia. Amazing. Oh, Next week we have a special guest, Tim Stanton from Sporting Woods, which is a sport comedy podcast, <laughs> um, and he is coming on to chat with me about the bull tampering scandal that happened <gasps> in cricket a couple of years ago. Cricket, cricket cheating. Balls, to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, spicy. Cool. All right. Well, that'll be great. I'll learn something about a sport. Um, you can mm. follow us on Instagram at Australianorama. Um, look out for that video of Maddie. Um, and, or you can chuck us an email at australianorama at gmail.com. Goodbye. Bye-bye.